I think I ate too fucking much. Yeah, me too. It's okay though. It was good. What'd y'all eat? A little shout out to the scooters. Yeah, a little place up here on uh, Hurstbourne. It's not right. bad. They, they it's right. It's up there by the the titty store, the Adam and Eve store. And the the sign is it's in a shitty location. It's in between the Adam and Eve and the what is it a Valvoline or something? Oh, yeah, or yeah, I think it is a Valvoline. The, the and oil it sits back and. Uh, all their, their sign just says scooters, for, but they've been there for at least a couple been of a year years. and a half. Located I could have swore longer than that. But I mean, I, for the longest time, I just thought they sold scooters. Yeah, I didn't even know it was there. Yeah. It's, it's a burger place. A little burger place. Hot dogs, burgers. Shout out to our, our server there, Sam, who is taking care of us pretty much every time we've been out there. She, yeah. She, is, she has listened to the show. She laughed. She liked it. Thank you, Sam. <laughs> Did you offer apologies? I think she knew what she was getting. Okay. Fair enough. She says, I like retarded humor. (laughs) No wonder she liked us. Do I have to beep that out? Yeah, probably. I like waterhead humor. I just edited it. Waterhead, okay. I like humor by guys that wear Pete Rose haircuts. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) I like humor from guys that ruin family photos. (laughs) Probably getting carried away with that, aren't we? Not we. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's not bad. I mean, it's and uh, we've been invited to record up there one night. Oh, that's cool. On a weekend. Saturday night. Saturday night. Scooters next to the boob and lube. Next to the boob and lube. I love that. In between the boob and lube. In between the boob and lube. That's fantastic. The lube, yeah. that's awesome. They should change their name they to the boob and lube. Definitely change their name to the boob and Scooters. Boob and lube. <laughs> I love it. Yep. I like that. Maybe if we invite them over to the lazy river that you're going to build at your house. <laughs> I'm already working on plans for it. No. You are? I mean, we can save money if Colton gets the bobcat. We can. <laughs> just go to just take your house down from like a 15-bedroom mansion down to like a two- or three-bedroom ranch. It's your land. We don't need no permit. <laughs> Here you go. Well, I can get a bobcat. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got some drinks to try again tonight. We do. We do. So you want to get this thing started? Yeah. Let's do it. That's pretty good timing. I just did that. That was good Like timing. I did that? Like a professional show. It's almost. Almost. I'm getting there. 18 more years of this, I'll have it down pat. <laughs> Tell you right now. Yeah. How you feeling, buddy? Better? Yeah. Bobby caught AIDS over the weekend. Thought so. <clears throat> He's helping Jason move 1.0. <laughs> Ibuprofen took care of that, though. Well, not it, for, uh, I honestly think it was just all the dust that was stirred up and breathed in and got down in my lungs. And said they it. said they moved Jason out by the pet cemetery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, I think we should do a show from out there. Bobby said, "Do you want to go out there with a Ouija board and sit amongst the pet cemetery?" He said, "You would want to do." He specifically said, "You 
would want uh, to do that. Yeah, sure. He actually he said there's no way in hell Joey would do it. Uh, not really. He <laughs> said there was an experience, and I, I we there, there I want to get experience. in that one day. We covered that on a podcast. Did on, we on a previous episode? Yeah. We covered what happened. Could have been last week, and I wouldn't remember. Uh, so yeah, not not gonna mess with the Ouija board anymore. Me either, bro. <laughs> I and it's I have an odd reason why. It's not that I'm afraid of it. It's that that was my last experience with it. And it's such a good story. I'm just going to leave. Do you want to recant? Just, do you, do you want to? Do you want to like reshare? Okay. So I mean, we got time. Like in a nutshell, type. In a nutshell. Yeah. So, uh, Bobby and I, in our um, late teens, I would, I would think. Um, long. Decided, it has been a long time ago. <laughs> we were going to try to use a Ouija board. Didn't have a Ouija board, so we we're going to make one. We knew what it was on it. You know, we was it just the two of you? Yeah. Okay. Just two of us. Just the two of us. So, um, you and I. We decided like we, we need a board or something to write on, right? And what are we going to do? So we decided he had a big mirror in his room. So we took the mirror and laid it face down and drew out the Ouija board, like all the characters and stuff with like pencil or whatever we could find. I can't remember. It was pencil, pen, whatever. And on, the, on the uh, back of the mirror. On the, the back, back of the mirror. Of the mirror. Yes. Yeah. This thing was glass side down. Yes, glass side down. This mirror was probably three foot by four foot. I thought he was going to say probably 300 years old. and It will pass down from generation to generation. 300 cubits. By <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a big mirror. I'd okay. say bigger than 18 by 20. So you guys basically copied, crazy, so copied the pattern from a Ouija board onto the yeah, non-reflective side of the mirror. That's by right. memory? On the back side. Yes, by memory. Wow. Okay. It had yes, no, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, you know, all that. It had, like, the numbers on it, goodbye, hello, and all that. Okay, so we decided we were going to take a glass and we turned the glass upside down and that was going to serve as our, I don't even know what it's called. Portal. You, you put your hand, your, <laughs> your, your fingertips on it and the, oh, the thing is supposed thing. to move, whatever it's, whatever that's called. I got you. I forget what it's called. I don't I care got what you. it's called. Speller. Uh, you know, so we were tinkering around with it a little bit and I can't even remember what we were talking about. We were trying to contact the dead, you know, let's, and, um. Uh, yeah, I'll just fast forward to the good part. It shit got a little funky, and uh, the glass moved off the edge of the mirror and broke. Mm-hmm. And then some guy pops out. It's like, hey, did y'all get that calendar I sent y'all with animals <laughs> dressed in human clothing? <laughs> Was this at your parents' house? Uh, yes. Yeah. Your parents' house? Yes. The one that everybody thinks is Oh, shit. Yes. I was going to say, the one that everybody's been speculating is haunted. Well, and that's not all, because we immediately <laughs> we're turning the lights on. You know, the candles, blow the candles out, turn the lights on, screw this. That was scary. Did you do that? No. Did you do that? No. But there were fingerprints on the mirror. On the other side. On the other side. Oh. When we went to yeah. You don't fuck with that shit, dude. Don't fuck with the devil. Strange. Those so, are your house fingerprints from when you set it down on the floor. Yeah. No, because the mirror was in a... Uh, like a frame. No, a, a trust, trust me. Look, look, Jason's Mr. Lodge. He's like, no. when you all moved it back in 1997, it was your fingerprints from that move. <laughs> yeah, it was an earthquake in California. You felt Scientifically it speaking, it could have been the maybe the dust or something from the carpet, whatever was there when we're like, you know, messing with it. The static could have drawn it up. and, and Drawn like, up fingerprints? Yeah, I mean, drawn up the dust to cling to the fingerprints. Kind of like when you dust for fingerprints yeah. way back in the yeah. day. There was, of already fin- oil. Yes. there was already fingerprints there and it drew the dust. Up onto the Jason agrees with anything that explains it away, <laughs> yeah. even if it makes sense or well, not. Me too, like, me too. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but I know that Bobby was vain enough to where he kept that mirror clean. <laughs> 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 Promise you that. Promise you that. 
I, I, I just have very similar reasons for never, I don't deal with that. I do not toy around with that stuff, not in a million years. I, you won't, it won't happen. And you just like I. Speaking of um, paranormal. It's and, a piece um, of paper with writing on it. That, that's, that's, that's what they would like you to believe there. Maybe you're part of the Illuminati and you just haven't told us. So speaking of paranormal and the occult, um, oh boy. a subject has been brought up to me. I think we're going to talk about tonight. Unidentified yeah, flying there yet. objects. We are going to talk U- about that tonight. That's UFOs. going to be the topic of conversation. Yeah. Can I? So I watched a show over the past couple of days. We're not jumping on this right now, are we? We have things to cover first. Okay, but right. I want to okay. also say that I think we should also talk about with giving absolutely zero time to think about this or okay. watch well, about it. Aren't you by mentioning it, giving us time to think about it? It's This is like the table of contents <laughs> you, part of the show. <laughs> instead we're, of UFO, we're going to talk about. They also are speculating now that there are USOs, um, unidentified submersible oh, yeah, objects. Yeah. And and now... They're, yeah, I think that should be part of our discussion. They're also, also okay. not only not only are they not only not just calling them UFOs, they're calling them you APs or UOPs or something like that. Oh, I heard that. Basically, it stands for, you know, unidentified, unmanned something. I don't know. But my, my boss has an interesting theory about that that I'll share okay. later on. All right. But so you got that to look forward to. You do have that to look forward to. God help us that we have a serious conversation on this show. <laughs> all right, so that's uh, right. But as you all have liked, have you, have you you've expressed you like the the segment where we drink, boys? What are you drinking today? So, um, Jason, what are we I, drinking I today? I have been gifted. Oh, yeah, you go ahead. Jason has. So gifted, yeah. we stopped on the way back from Scooters uh, at the liquor store. Vroom vroom at the boob and lube. <laughs> And uh, I got us a uh, couple of different bourbons to try. A couple of different ones. Uh, this first one is I've not had. I've had it, and I'm going to be honest with you. My memory serves. This is, uh, you are not going to like this. Uh, Cooper's Craft. You're going to like this about as much as uh, maybe a parent smacking you upside the head with a dildo. I do know a little bit of story behind this. Oh, all right. Do share. Cooper's are the barrel makers. Yeah. So are these a oh, barrel thought, makers that created their own bourbon? I thought Joe was going to share a story. That is, that is correct. Oh. Um, Brown Foreman had purchased a cooperage, the people that used to make their barrels, and they just absorbed the company. It was then that they decided, well, we're going to go ahead and put put in an oak what we've come up with because we're the barrel makers, and we think that we have a pretty good idea for a product, and Brown Foreman, it's under the Brown Foreman family now, so that's where this came from. This is. Yeah. Right on. So this bourbon was made by people that don't know how to make bourbon. Would you guys prefer to have these? Well, they in make the hell out of barrels. Like <laughs> <laughs> Say again. I mean, would you all prefer to have this out of a glass, or are we just going to chug this bottle? I just don't. I don't think it's going to curve the flavor at all. Our our buddy Derek builds Fords, but I'm not going to bet on him to come in first on a NASCAR race. That's a good point. That's a fair point. That's a very. So they make barrels. They know where it goes. <laughs> and they 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 put the stuff in the barrels and All right. this, is, this is Cooper's craft. So, so these are the little uh, individual 
little shot bottles here. And uh, I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of glad we're going this route because of, of what's coming later held, holds up to its, to its name, then we'll be going from shit to oh Shinola. Shinola. Shit to Shinola. I like it. Shit to Schindler's. List. No, I'm, yeah. no. I'm going. Let's go, boys. Right, cheers. Oh, that was harsh. <laughs> I like how you got the glug, 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 glugs in the Yeah, that came through <laughs> crystal clear in my ears. <laughs> it did. <laughs> that tasted like um, piss. That tasted terrible. So, um, Reminds me of the time I drank turpentine. That, yeah. <laughs> I tell maybe you it'll what, shit out all the worms. I tell you what it reminds me of, and this is not a compliment. It reminds me of Angel's Envy. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's as harsh as Angel's Envy. It may not be. That was pretty harsh, though. It is very harsh. I think it would be better on ice. I did not drink all of mine like you all. I don't think it would better be better on ice. You, did you even take a drink? Yeah. You just sipped it. I did. He put his tongue up to it. I just wanted to taste it. Are you going to clean your ball bag off with it later on Ooh. or something? Ooh. He's going to dip the sack in it, see if he can taste it. Ooh. I'm going to go I'm gonna around rub it in my glove. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Oh, that was god awful. Uh, yeah, I to- okay, I told you. I didn't I wasn't a fan of it then and I'm not a fan of it now, but I bet the barrel tastes better. I had only had that one other time and I had forgot just how bad that was. It was how- however, I mean, cheers to try- trying something, you know, right? Yes. And there yeah. is there is a cool story behind it. It's kind of cool and um yeah, that's that's it. I don't know if cheers to trying something is necessarily a good thing. I mean, Amelia Earhart tried something. Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll put it this way. I, I immediately took a drink of what I was drinking before to just get the taste out of my face. <laughs> Mason tried pegging, and we saw his mattress. <laughs> <laughs> oh, true. That was just the first time, though. <laughs> God. First time ever I saw. All right, so what else are we drinking? What do you got over there? Picked up this can. I wasn't in the mood to lay the smack down on anybody, so I did not do the twisted tea, but I did try this Long Island ice. I love Long Island iced tea. I just I do too. It's a thing for me. And this is the the original Club Tales. And every time I hear that I think of the uh, DuckTales theme song, but it's the original Dubtail Club Tales Long Island iced tea. It's not too bad. It's really? not bad. It's not Bubba thirty threes. Take it from me, folks, if you're in the Louisville area. The best L I T you're gonna find is a Bubba thirty threes. Okay. That's my that's my Observation. Well, when I hear the name Club Tales, I think of a gentleman's club. It tastes like a little runoff there. Little cigar girls walking little, around with little cigar thing. Little ass well, luge. That, that would be a lot more bougie than any I've ever been. <laughs> <laughs> little ass luge action going there. What Not do you got bad. going on over there, uh, Joseph? Well, since everybody knows I'm a fan of Bloody Marys, I'm having uh, just yield standard Bud Light Chalada Clamato. A little clam tomato. Yeah. So chalada. It's a Bloody Mary made with beer. But it has uh, clamato and lime uh, juice. With now, it, so. you're, you're known amongst our buddies of making a pretty kick-ass Bloody Mary yourself. I'm pretty proud of my Bloody Marys. Do you add beer to your Bloody Marys when you make them? On occasion, but I haven't in a long time. Not since I got it like this is where I want it kind of thing. I haven't. What we eventually hope to do, once we get a, the website up and running, Finally, if we do, we're going to share these recipes with you. And Joey has some fantastic Bloody Marys. Thank you. Uh, 
I have been advised recently to add a bit of Guinness to it. And it's to thicken it and make it a little richer. So I'm, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm game to try that. Absolutely. I'm game to try that for you. Yeah. We should put your Bloody Mary recipe on there. Okay. We should put your old-fashioned recipe on there. Okay, yeah. Your smoked mac and cheese on there. <laughs> some smoked lasagna. <laughs> we smoked some shit. We'll just call it Joey's Corner. <laughs> Joey's Corner. Yeah. I love that. Joey's Corner. Joey's, ki- Joey's Kitchen Corner. If you can think of a better name for it. Please let us know it. Whatever the fuck our email address is that I can never remember. <laughs> Talk about. Talk about podcast. There you we'll go. We'll call it Joey, Joey's Creative Kitchen Corner, and we'll spell it all with K's. <laughs> what? Oh. He said, oh. <laughs> I'm k- k- kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. Oh. Nah, I feel bad. I feel guilty. I should beat myself. <laughs> Bobby, what are you drinking over there? That's <laughs> uh, water. It's just water, just flavored water. I've got this butterscotch thing here. I thought ninety nine. What? I got ninety nine problems, but a bitch ain't one. Love balloons. Mm-hmm. I got a uh, ninety nine love balloons. Kentucky Irish Red Ale. Mm. I thought you were going many sorry, times. I'm sorry, I completely stepped all over you. Go ahead and reintroduce that. I apologize. Kentucky you Irish I was Red Ale. Get <laughs> While we had a baby, it's a boy. Kentucky Aboo. Irish Red Ale. Yep. Yep. So the people that do the Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Ale and the Kentucky Vanilla Bourbon Barrel Ale and the Kentucky Coffee Bourbon Barrel Ale. I have in the vanilla. Yes. I haven't had any of their stuff that I didn't like. I really, oh, I, know, I really yeah, like everything. Good. It's kind of like I became a really good fan of uh, Lining Kugels, and I'm a I'm a big fan of. This brand too. I also bought another bottle of bourbon. Boy, did you that we're going to try? Boy, are we? Um, here in just a minute. Have you guys tried? I, I can't remember if you tried it or not. The PBR coffee. You had beer. one night, and I was pleasantly surprised. Piss out my tits! That shit was good. Oh, I'm sorry, not here. You it was at your place. You a yeah. fire pit it was at your yeah. place. You're like, here, try this, and I scoffed. So I was like, I'm not good. drinking that. Okay. Speaking of fire pits. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna take off. You guys continue i'm gonna go make our next drink oh boy that's good we'll try to hold it down here without you i don't know how well it'll go probably about as well as it does down here (laughs) (laughs) kids got a point he does (laughs) anybody want to try this other butterscotch thingy i'm good but no i'm not a butterscotch fan i thought i would like i love butterscotch i'll smell it i'll just keep it i'll just keep it uh because that'll probably go over breakfast in the morning. There is one exception for me and butterscotch. Smells good. It's just it's super rich. Honestly, it's super rich. The one exception that I have on butterscotch flavor is the butter beer at Universal Studios. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The and, the Harry Potter thing. And I tried it reluctantly, but I was happy. I loved it. I, I was happy I did. It was it was really good. Loved it. When when my ex wife convinced me that we should definitely take a family vacation there with the kids. Fuck it, let's do it. You want to live the, once? You had the butter beer. Boy, did I. Oh, Two yeah. of them. Yeah. They're really good. I, They're didn't, fantastic. I didn't expect that I would had liked them, but I did. They're fantastic. And it was all about the experience with the kids, honestly. Yeah. We're getting ready to experience something pretty massive with the kids, and I hope they survive it. <laughs> you mean you hope Are you guys doing it? the Susan, Ant- the Susan uh, Smith trail where you back the van down the lake? <laughs> That's <laughs> awful. <laughs> Well, you said you hope they survive it. I just said, 
I hope we survive it. <laughs> I hope we survive it. Look, I, that's I, not what you actually said, though. I only yeah. hope. There, I hope they survive it. Well, they. It was all inclusive. <clears throat> I only hope there are people that listen to this and go, Susan Smith. What? Google it. No, don't. You will be disappointed. Uh, yeah, it'll, be, it'll break your heart. Yeah. No, we're going out west tomorrow morning. We leave. Yeah. I'm jealous, dude. I'm jealous. Honestly, we'll be gone for. Almost two weeks. I'm trying to talk Jason into foregoing the building loan and let's just everyone, (laughs) by all of us, I mean, our our, our family. No, fuck you. Would you shut up and listen? It includes you. No. (laughs) All of us just pack up and move west to Paradise, California. I'm thinking we can get a pretty good. I've seen his house plans. What he's. Oh, yeah. If you just take the loan, we can all move out west. (laughs) And we could probably build a lazy river. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. Not with the price of land in California. Just build our compound on a lazy river. Yeah. Needless to say, when Jason finally gets it built, the, the studio will probably be, be moved to the Banta. It's going to be a sound <laughs> studio and everything. The Banta compound. Thank you, brother. It's already been nicknamed the Banta compound. The Banta compound, yeah. So we, uh, Jason's coming back. Jason has just poured us. Oh, look, are these the, the dainty glasses that came from your flight thing? Dude. How dainty is that? That makes me want to suck a dick I right now. I love these. It's cute. It's pretty. I love them. I love the look. It's different. I like the shape. I like the size. I think they're perfect for sampling. If I catch one of you guys holding your pinky out when you do this, like I typically do, I'm fucking you. Mm. Smells <laughs> good. I'm, I'm wondering if he'll pick it out. I probably no would. chance I he will. No chance. Of There's no chance that I would if I didn't already know. Have you ever had this before? I have not. Okay. This is I have not. brand new to me. Shall we? Shall we sample? I've not had this either. Let's make a toast. All right. All right. Um, thank Shoot. God we weren't born in 1920s because shit got really mean in the 30s and Hitler got out of control in the 40s. Because he gets mean when That he was drinks. a shitty toast. <laughs> You're not wrong. Salud. Talk about bad decisions. I was going to say something like, here's to new beginnings. Because this is new and we haven't tried it before. <laughs> oh, boy. Incredibly smooth. That's... Exceptionally smooth, mm. almost like it's maybe not even a bourbon. It is a bourbon. Like maybe it's a double that filtered is whiskey. Shockingly smooth. Like no, there's no. I got no heat from that. Okay, so the proof I'm gonna guess has to be around mid 80s. Why don't you get the bottle? Yellowstone. It may not survive. It's not Yellowstone. It's not Yellowstone. Smooth. What are, while he's getting that, Bobby, give us your th- immediate thoughts on that, if you well, don't mind. My immediate thought was Yellowstone, but okay, but it's not. I can tell you what not, it's so. not. It's not Yellowstone. What, what is, you said smooth. Go ahead, Jim Beam. <laughs> it's, that's, oh no, that's much different class. It's definitely not a Jim Beam. Um, it. I don't have a whole lot to compare it, it with. It reminds me of a Weller. This might be the smoothest bourbon I've I, ever had I, in my I, life. I'm. What? Almost, yeah. You said Weller's. Weller. This, I, I said it reminds me of a Weller. To me, this is much, 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 much less heat than Weller. Much smoother. Yeah. This might be the smoothest. The smoothest. This Smurthest. might be the smoothest. <laughs> this might be the smoothest <laughs> bourbon I've ever had. Is it because the ice cube? Maybe that, that helps. That helps I like my bourbon on, on on ice anyway. But we usually, usually if I drink something that that's smooth, I get a lot of sweetness, and I don't get a lot of sweetness off of this. Basil. He knows exactly what it is by that bottle, buddy. Look at those eyes light up like a fat kid at Christmas with a pie. All right. So uh, I will wait for Jason to sit down, and he will 
share with you guys what the fuck it is we're bragging about here. So I've never had it. I heard it's not worth the money. Might want to get a little closer to that. Never had it. Heard it's not worth the money. Well. But Weller is about the same price as what we found this for. Okay. Uh, this is. I don't know what you paid for it, but if it's similar to Weller, I would say it's it's. it's I like well, it better it's, than Weller. It's, it's, it's if it's well worth the money if you prefer it smoother. And I don't get a lot of sweet on the front end, but it is very smooth. I, I get the sweetness on the back end. Yeah. It's it's shocking. Now now that it is set there, wow! I can, I get some I get some sweetness, but it's it's very much on the back end. It doesn't hit you at first like a Weller's, and like the Yellowstone is really sweet on the front end. I don't know. I'm I'm very ter- terrible at telling you know what spices and <laughs> yeah. I haven't even looked at that. Yet. Here talking like a stroke victim over here. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> terrible. It's terrible, yo. It's that's just terrible. But I am getting some vanilla spice. I couldn't tell you. Tell you taste nothing anyway. Tell you what I don't get. I get vanilla. I don't get McNeely Lake. A little bit of cinnamon. Jordash ass sweat on a banana seat. <laughs> so I don't get that. This is good. Ninety three proof. This, this this is good. Blanton's single barrel. Ninety three proof Blanton's. Single barrel. Single barrel. What's the uh, what's the letter the, on your horse? I said proof was mid eighties. Yeah. It tastes smooth as a proof at mid eighties. I didn't expect I agree. I didn't expect ninety three. I agree completely. It's so good. What's the letter on your horse? What do you mean? Each each bottle of Blanton's has a letter on it. On the horse that spells out Blanton's. The object is to collect all of them. Good luck with that. Oh. Oh? There you uh, go. So bourbon TikTok. Oh, fuck. We should have done a TikTok. <laughs> Let's do it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Everybody. But, well, thank you for sharing that with us. That's, uh, yeah, that was, that I never had it before. I really, really like it. It's, it's, it is different from my current favorites, which is the Single Barrel Yellowstone. And I, got some, I brought some of that with me, too. Red Label Yellow. I saw that in there. Um, I I like the I've always liked these bottles. Yeah, I do too. So they're handwritten on everything about it. So this was was dumped earlier this year on four six from barrel number three forty. Uh, stored in warehouse H on Rick number eight. Individually selected, filtered, and bottled by hand at 93 proof. It doesn't taste 93 proof. It does not taste 93 proof. This is bottle register number 132. For those of you listening who are not from Kentucky or are not bourbon fans, please appreciate the very extreme detail and careful crafting that goes into each and every bottle that's poured with love. And, and it's, it's just, it's such a labor of love for our area. So I, I've been wanting to try it, but you cannot find it anywhere. Let's clear this off. For just a minute. So we're going normally before you, before you do that, we're going to re- be re- having a snippet there, a snippet, a snippet. Let's try this again, can we? Can you pour uh, yourself some more? Yes, I can. 
Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Would you mind hitting me? He's all, yes, I can. Yes, I will. I mean, I got to tell you. Look, I'm tearing down the water. Not that I could afford to buy this bottle very frequently, but this is a treat, man. I think I'm going to, my next bottle may be. Go ahead and hit us, Bobby, with that. To, uh, good old Blanton's bourbon TikTok. It's good shit, man. It is. I like it. Cheers. Here from the boys, and let's talk about this. Look at us. We're forming TikToks. If you haven't followed us on TikTok. Mm. Damn it. That's a good. That's a dessert bourbon if I've ever had one. Follow us on the TikToks. We've started this channel. We're trying to you know do what we can to communicate with you fuck sticks. We try. We try. We try like hard. We try like hard. I don't get the cinnamon that you mentioned, but I get tons of vanilla now. Tons I get of tons of dick. <laughs> that you do. <laughs> wow. But no, I like that. I was always told it was not worth the money, but I thought it was pretty good. You know what? I mean, you're the one that bought it. If you're happy with it, great. But I can tell you what, I'm glad I got the track. That's fantastic. Thank you. Um, Thanks for letting us in on your little. Out of all the bourbons we've tried, and I'm going to say the Weller, the Yellowstone, the Blends are probably the best of what we've tried. Where would you rate this? I I would say the same. I still think that that single barrel Yellowstone is by far the best bourbon I've ever had. I put it above the Weller, but I really like the red label Weller. Maybe the black label. I can't remember which one. The red. I think it was the red that I really enjoyed. Um, and the green, of course. But um, that I would put above Colonel E.H. Taylor. Ooh. Ho, ho, ho. I uh, forgot about the E.H. Taylor. I, That's I did pretty too. good stuff, too. E.H. Taylor's fantastic. Uh, Colton. I could be wrong, but Colt, I think Colton's one that brought that around, right? He, did. he is. Yeah. He is. And I'm that's great, good stuff. I'm, I'm grateful that's, for it. It's really good. Yeah, no, it is really good. But fact, I mean, it was that's so that's, good. That's, I think we went through two bottles back to back without even blinking. Quick as we can. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like good did, stuff. Kind of like we did the Yellowstone. I mean, you got like three bottles of that single barrel. Yeah. yeah. And I went through like maybe two, maybe three bottles of that regular label. Kind of like you and Jason did that one bar the one night with that basil. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me the rest of it. I can't believe you all killed that old bottle that Man, night. We played this show I one time at much. this bar, and I asked the lady behind the bar, I was like, Do you have any Weller? And she showed me, she's like, I just have enough for like maybe a shot, maybe a shot and a half. I was like, Look, you're so low. I think you just give it to me, and she did. Add a boy, add a boy. She did. She just gave Atta it to boy. me. She's like, I'll just, I'll empty the bottle for you. Listen, Didn't my charge me for it. My second ever show with Eight Inch Elvis was at the uh, uh, Harvest Homecoming Festival of New Albany. And we were in, we were in a parking lot. At, at the parking lot, at the, it used to be called The Exchange. Mm-hmm. And they had a just a gorgeous blonde up there from Angel's Envy, and she's, you know, giving handing out samples or selling. I don't know what the fuck she was doing. But anyway, she was packing up, and uh, she stood right in front of the stage offering it the band if they would like any. And I'm like, boy, would I? I'm playing. I'm back there just flailing my sticks away, you know, sounding off fire alarms. 
And uh, she comes back there and just dumps a, this bottle right in my gullet. And it was it was easily a good double, triple shot. And I'm just playing. Never miss it a beat, boys. You'd have been proud. <laughs> Second ever show with that band that I got. I'd have probably made a good TikTok. Video. I was so fucked up. I let my waterhead nephew drive my car, my brand new car back <laughs> home. Brand new car. I had that car maybe. We never got drunk. Couple months. Jealous, did we? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, allegedly, not drunk enough to knock over any PAs or nothing. <laughs> That was good times. That was good times. <laughs> that was Bacardi 151. That's what that Fuck was. Fuck you. That was good shit. Uh, I don't give a fuck what he says. That PA worked the rest of the night. It should have worked the next day for practice. I don't right. know what he's making up. Yeah, I don't know. Either. That was good shit, though. Look at us getting off topic. We do have a topic at hand, though. We do. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't I think they imported any kind of stupid sound effects? I don't know. Who needs to when he got your ass over there? I gave up on the sound. So, go ahead. I was going to say, are we going to drink anything else? <laughs> wow. What, I mean, it, that's a fucking huge step down. You're handing us Blanton's. This is good. Oh, this is really stone. fucking so good. good. I got the Yellowstone. Did you say what? Did you did you, did you you put these in order what you liked? If you did, I was not paying attention. I did not. I would say, oh. I would say my favorite bourbon ever right now is the Yellowstone still 102 proof still the black label single barrel what's that bottle yeah. I see yeah. over there it says Paul I, something apple Palm. <laughs> man that's Palm my Paul Massai that's my Paul Massai you didn't bring the pineapple did you it's out it's the in truck. the truck <laughs> go get it that pineapple's good shit yeah, both of them are good actually um, I my would son, say my son turned around to that. I say the 102 song. proof because I like it a little spicy, a little hot. Okay. And then I'd have to say this Blanton's. That Blanton's is top notch. And That's then I would go shit. the regular w- Yellowstone. Then I'd go Red Label Wellers. Then I go Green Label Wellers. And I mean. We've come a long way. Basil Hayden used to be the top of our list. Do you remember that? Yes, and I have a bottle at home that I'm taking with me out west just because my wife isn't a huge bourbon connoisseur. She likes it now, but she's kind of a mixer kind of person. Well, she actually mixes it with water, but I don't know if she's that discerning yet. She's getting there, and she used to never touch bourbon. So I'm proud of her for that, and she's really enjoying it, too. It's not like an achievement, but she's really enjoying it, and I like that. Uh, <laughs> but she likes Basil Hayden, and she likes to save money, and we got this bottle for like 27 bucks at Costco, and we're like, that's good bourbon. Yeah, I'll yeah. take that for 27 bucks. And yeah. Take it, yeah. But Basil Hayden's really fallen down my list. Yeah. Yeah. She it really has. Helped, should I, really help the kids sleep, too. I got to tell you, I'm going to put this Blanton's. This Blanton's has become my new number one. Really? Followed by Blade and Bow. <sighs> I forgot about Blade and Bow. I do like my Blade and Bow. I just think I just there's a sweetness to it that I really love. And then my third is probably going to be. This might shock you. Just based upon how it makes me feel, how the, the enjoy the overall enjoyment. My third on the list is going to be Booker's. Really? Yeah. 
the like 130. Just because I get fucked up. 132 on it. proof or 100 <laughs> whatever it is proof bookers. Because the last time I had bookers, I remember trying to walk home. You did. Hold on. First, you tried to drive home. <laughs> then Allegedly. you decided you were just going to walk home. Like the good friends that I have, my keys were taken. They were. And then somebody drove you home. Someone drove me home. Picked you up on the side of the road. That's right. Because we don't drink and drive here until let's talk about this podcast. Not normal. Tell you what we will do. We will drink. We will drive. Not together. Because you might spill your drink. You might. I mean, it's hard to get that smell out of the car after a while. So, boys, I tell you, if you have any of this left, cheers to you. This is good shit. I think we move on with today's topic. Let's do it. Today's topic brought to you by the fine folks at fucking Blanton's (laughs) and Banta Compound. (coughs) Today, I thought we would talk about UFOs. I have a couple of questions regarding UFOs. Mm -hmm. A couple of things that I would like to have answered um, along this, this chat, if we will. And if you have any thing you would like to add to this topic again email us at talkaboutpodcast at gmail.com with your stories with your photographs with your whatever damn it we love to hear from you fucks follow us on twitter if one of us could fucking remember what our twitter address is (laughs) i don't tweet so good luck with that god damn it start tweeting at talk about jeff yeah i don't ever Mine is it. Mine is Taco about Jeff. I don't think I've ever tweeted. We've got at Taco about Jason. We've got at Taco about this. Just at Taco about this. I know we're throwing some a lot of ads at you, but Taco. write this shit down. We depend on you. Taco. Let us out. know what the fuck you think. Yes. Yeah, I mean we get like T A a tenth of a Dogecoin for every <laughs> a tenth. Yeah. Um. But yeah, dude, let us know Speaking what you let us know what you're thinking. If you've got some pretty cool UFO or supernatural paranormal stories, pictures, anything, we are all about that life. Ooh, 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 especially pictures, because I will Especially. Tell, I will I will debunk the fuck out of a picture. I'm gonna tell you folks right now, <laughs> listen, besides, you know, we can consider ourselves professional musicians. We've gotten paid for it. I'm definitely a professional musician. I file taxes as such. So yeah. <laughs> but Joey's also a professional photographer. He will he will. If you try to pull some funny shit, he will nitpick that. In fact, I want people to pull funny shit and see if we can stump the the Joseph. That would be stellar. Oh yeah. That's a great game. Do that. Stump the Joseph. I love that. Not to be confused with Joey's creative kitchen corner. This would be a different corner. Right, right, right. <laughs> not opposite, to, opposite corner. And also not to be confused with fuck the Jeff. Because <laughs> I'll that's call a, your shit. I'll call your bluff all that. That's a fun game. <laughs> Boy, is it. <laughs> so so what, I've, what I've found over the course of the last couple of weeks is that this talk of UFOs has really, in my opinion, from my perception, has been very just rampant lately over the last year or two. That's because they declassified a lot of shit. Could be. Is what they I've been told. I am also I'm under afraid. the kind of a belief that also maybe it's a smoke and mirrors kind of thing to distract you from other shit going on. I don't know. I'm not that's, saying I don't good. believe in them. That's good. I personally think that I have possibly in my lifetime on two different occasions potentially saw something that hmm, kind of weird. 
would I call it a UFO only because I, I couldn't identify it. Sure. And that's by, what UFO by, is, unidentified flying object. That's what it is, by definition. You're yes. identified. Now, uh, one of the things that they've been calling them here lately is the UAPs or the UOPs or the blah, 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 blah. A friend of mine, my boss, says that what he thinks that is, it's, an, it's all an egotistical check because the, the military is supposed to protect us from anything flying within our airspaces. So instead of saying, well, it's nothing that we can identify, they're saying that it's unidentified craft that, you know, it's not Chinese, it's not Russian, because we know their shit. They're, they're, he's, he's saying it's a twist on the anagram so to, to kind of alleviate them from being outwitted, outsmart, you know, all that good shit. Gentlemen, what do you say? So is UA, is it UAP like? Could be, yeah, yeah. Unidentified aerial phenomenon? Yes. Thank you. God, that's that's why you're on the show. You're the brains behind this. That's true. You're the brains. It's not behind the rest of us drunk asses. So my thought is I really enjoy watching the documentaries mm-hmm. on UFOs and paranormal stuff, even though I'm not sure I believe in them. But there is a, there was, I won't say is, there was a secret government program called the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program. It was out of the Pentagon to study, kind of like Blue, the old Project Blue Book. Okay. They studied and took reports about UFOs. I thought I was the only one that remembered that. The Project Blue Book? Yeah, did you watch the show? The show was great. Fuck yeah, man. Um, I saw Project Black Book, but that had to do with Charlie Sheen. <laughs> and Heidi Fleiss. <laughs> different, different movie. Right. That was good, though. <laughs> there was some shit in there that was unidentified, too. <laughs> <laughs> and blue waffles. Um, but the guy that ran that program quit just so that the stuff that he knew could get out. And he says that there are definitely UFOs. The government does not know what they are. His name is Luis Elizondo. Elizondo. Oh, yeah, yeah, Elizondo, yeah. Um, and he's been on a number of programs. He's, I think, Travel Channel or Discovery, one of those. Is he the guy with the hair? No, he is completely bald. Okay. Short, kind of short, completely bald, ex-Army Special Forces or something. Did, did you guys see the recent 60 Minutes show regarding the, the UFOs or the... I'm, I'm going to say no, but if it has to do with the recent... Very recent declassified footage. I've seen the footage from the. Uh, Air well, that's Force. without knowing what you're talking Navy. about as far as footage goes. Navy. I don't Navy. know. Okay. What I found most intriguing about that episode, not, and not that I saw it, I watched it on the YouTube's, but uh, there was a segment on there that talked about. I guess the Navy had been stationed out on the uh, outer coast of the Virginia Beach. You know, yada yada yada, and they said that yeah, we we've seen these things like literally every day for couple of years hmm. what but my thing was how come nobody like on the beach no like virginia dwellers <laughs> nobody saw if they saw these things that frequently how come nobody else saw how come there's not more video how come there's not more especially with everybody having iphones and shit today the only explanation that i've been mm-hmm. told that made any kind of remote sense was well maybe those things were flying above cloud level well, okay, I'll give it to you. But what about on those not-so-cloudy days? 
so far out in the water that they can't be seen by the naked eye. I mean, eye. yeah, how far? I mean, the <laughs> Navy's out, out yeah. a ways. They're, they are out of ways. Out there. So maybe you can't see it with the naked eye. And if you can't see it with the naked eye, you're not going to put your phone up to look. Uh, that's true. And you are on the beach. And, yeah, maybe in the water and not Joey, have your phone on you. I'm dying to know what all you're bringing to this shit because you were like, you've busted your ass to get here tonight because you got a lot going on. I do have a lot going on. I got packing and I got vacation and all this stuff. And I'm like, I want to be on the podcast because guy, I got something to share. Okay. So, like Jason, I like to watch documentaries and stuff too. And Josh Gates, we both share a, a love for this guy. First of all, he's hilarious, but he also brings a lot of debunking to paranormal stuff urban legends and recently i got into watching and all this is on hulu i should have watched it a long time ago but couldn't the hunt for extraterrestrials and he mentioned something there and i did some research is that the show you were saying about with the dolls too that, that different episode same, but the same, show? same same host okay yeah. different show but yes it's 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 filmed and put together along the same lines yeah. you've had got to watch island of the dolls is that we'll, destination truth destination yeah, truth. that's it that's it we'll, 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 get, we'll get to that later but yes oh my <laughs> god oh yeah you'll flip your gourd over that discovery okay. channel so but but watching this guy it's just like okay i want to do some research you know he's just you know hey we got this footage let's try to recreate it and see if it you know and that's his method he, he's, he debunks stuff, and it's a lot of fun just to watch him. But one of the things that he talked about, now, I, I sent you guys a message earlier, and I told you don't look it up or anything. Now I want you to take that, copy and paste it into your uh, Google search browser and look at what pulls up. And, I, and I'll give you a second. Oh. I'll give you a second to do that. Take, take what I have sent you in our group message Copy and paste that, put it into your search browser, and see what. Flying saucers. Look, look at Joey taking us from a completely fucking. You play Call of Duty. Audible show to. (laughs) (laughs) What you're looking at is a declassified, basically admitting that the United States Air Force was developing flying. saucers (laughs) saucers <laughs> wow this was in the 50s and they couldn't get it more than three feet off the ground and now i'm wondering during the 60s 70s and 80s are we being witnessed to our government and other governments with similar technology that is far advanced because we all see where technology has taken us within a 10 years 20 years oh my god just look at the stealth fighter the stealth exactly bomber exactly my point are we being witness to experiments by our own government and other governments and we just it's unidentified so def, by definition it's a ufo is it little green men no i don't but i don't think so not to interrupt you but for what joey's just talking about as far as the united states and their development of flying saucers that link I'm going to put that on the talk yeah. about this Twitter page. Okay. So if you're interested in it, come to our Twitter and follow the link. Now, yeah. there, there, is also worth an, your while. there is also an article uh, put out by Edwards, Air Force Base, Edwards, that has all of this declassified information, including blueprints of this thing. Blueprints of this thing. Um, and it was, they started developing it because they wanted to they wanted to have some sort of quiet quick 
vertical landing takeoff kind of, they wanted something that was really man- maneuverable. It just couldn't get it to sort of work. But I'm wondering if they did get it to work, and that's where all of the 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 60s and the 70s and the, in the 80s and all of this stuff that has happened. I'm 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 just tossing this out there as a possibility. It is now plausible that it is the United States Air Force and they're experimenting I with mean, their aircraft. That looks like well over 50 percent of any descriptions, any it, photographs, it any the, the typical your typical flying saucer. Yeah. Right, but the the ones that the Navy released recently, the videos, yeah. they call them the Tic Tac video, Tic Tac, yeah, 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 vi- yeah. Uh, Tic Tac video. Yeah. It does not look like that. That no. looks like a flying saucer. The Tic Tac video looked like a Tic Tac. So undoubtedly, we've we've seen we've seen our our share of various UFO conspiracy theory or UFO documentaries and, and yada yada. I know you guys have seen the segment, and it could have been another 60-minute thing where they're talking about the, was it the Soviets that went down into this lake and discover what they th- they they say were extraterrestrials. And not only were there extraterrestrials, they tried to approach them and tried to capture them, and then were, were quickly defeated. <laughs> and the aircraft that they came out of with had not only very quick maneuverabilities underwater but shot out of the water and had just as well of capabilities out of the water. Yeah. You saw that. I've heard it. I don't know that I saw that, but I've heard people, other people talk about it. They probably talked about it on some of these documentaries. There's just, again. There's so many possibilities. So here's my sort of broad range theory, and I have something else to add to this in in a few minutes. All right. (laughs) My theory is, especially now with the development of these, by the way, they're going to replace the Hubble telescope soon. What is? A new, there's a new telescope they're developing. It's oh, going to, it's NASA going, is going it, to replace the Hubble with something re- else. Yeah, and it's supposed to be like 30 times the, it has like 30 times the range and detail that the Hubble scope has. That's fucking exciting. It is. What I'm saying is technology has gotten out there, and just what we know from what we've explored and are able to tell with black holes, these phenomenons, and all these galaxies and stuff. What are you talking about? It would be, I think, really arrogant for us to believe that life doesn't exist somewhere else. But how do, you, how do we reach each other? How do we communicate? That's probably never going to happen in our lifetime. And, and honestly, in the course, because of the distance between other galaxies and stuff, by the time any civilization figures it out, they're going to be extinct. We're going to be extinct. I just don't think that's ever going to happen. So to say a flying saucer is coming in and it's got little green men in it and all that stuff, eh, I don't know what yeah. to believe about yeah, no, that. No. Yeah, that's a little far-fetched. I think so, too. But <laughs> but you can't the deny same the possibility. Token, I'm a firm believer, too, that a lot of, you know, they say the, the truth is stranger than fiction. Mm, that's true. Yeah, and then, I But I'm a, I'm a firm believer, too, that, I mean, me wrong in our lifetime we've seen some geniuses at work whether it's geniuses in the technology world whether it's geniuses in the film world music world whatever we've seen yeah. some genius yeah there's definitely and we and we call them aliens <laughs> <laughs> the, the musicians like i'm a musician you're a musician and like we see somebody that are their abilities are so far-fetched we say oh they're aliens isn't it, is it too far-fetched to say that shit that you see like ah, i don't i'm just gonna throw just and, and don't take this as a as a reference but i'm just saying you look at technology and the ideas of something from like take the movie uh, Encounters 
Thir- uh, Close Encounters. Close Encounters. There you go. Thank you. Okay, back in the 80s, to think that something like that, that technology would have just been uh, just a silly movie. Yeah. But where did the idea come from? Where does the, you know, <coughs> to put it together so well, so eloquently to paint it like that? There, So that's kind of the, there's a sliver of truth in all fiction. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yes. I mean, you get the idea from something and then kind of expand on it and run with it. Yeah. 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 And, you know, I'm not saying that there aren't little green men or anything like that. I've got an uncle that worked for the the military um, and he um, he worked for a company and it was all classified stuff. Right. But he he claims to have been to Area 51 and he claims to have seen things. And wow. Can't talk about it beyond that, but it's like everybody wants to pitch a fit. Why is it so? Why is it off limits? Well, I mean, there's a reason why it's off limit. It is the military. It's the military. You don't say. You, you don't, don't advertise what you're doing. That right. that that gives up whatever defense that you have. <laughs> I agree. So yeah, there's there's just so much out there. So the whole underwater thing. I'm gonna have to do some research on that. That's the first USOs. time. That's the first time I've heard of that. But if you think about it, it's the same thing. There's so much of our own planet that we are unable to explore because it's so deep, but it's there. You right. know what I mean? Well, in the oceans being the biggest part that we have not explored. Exactly. I think we've probably explored space more than we have the oceans. I think not- I had heard or read that something like 95% of the world's oceans are unexplored. unexplored. I've read that too. So There's it's a no, very high number. Yeah, yeah, no wonder there's theories of a Loch Ness monster. Well, yeah, it probably is a prehistoric animal floating around in that fucking loch. Probably where he lived for the longest time. He, he probably swam out to ocean and swam deeper or whatever. Who knows what that was? But wow, couldn't there be an animal as such? Exactly. And there, if it can, if it can be so deep in the ocean where we can't get to it yet, I mean, when a whale or something dies, it sinks down to the bottom anyway, so it never has to feed because it's always got stuff floating down to it. Yeah. So I think all fiction, all these stories, all these wonderful ideas of aliens from E.T. to Close Encounters of the Third Kind to Avatar, I mean, for crying out loud, all of this is our imagination filling in the blanks of what we don't know. Right. Same thing for the ocean. Same thing for outer space. Same thing for religion, for that matter. I do. I kind of put aliens and... UFOs and all that in the same category that I put religion. I do too. And Sasquatch. Yes, Sasquatch also. <laughs> which is which is a, a cryptids. Great, which is all a cryptids. Great, yeah. Cryptids, yeah. Which is a great subject. That's why I encourage if you haven't watched it, go watch Josh Gates stories. They're so good because yeah, he explores I mean, and try. He collect. I mean, he. I don't know that he's ever proven anything, except for the Island of the Dolls episode was just. It was creepy. So beyond creepy. Yeah, it was creepy. I'm still dying to watch that. So if you get a chance, there's two, they're probably like 45, 50-minute episodes. It's called Expedition X, and it's the last two episodes in season two where they talk about UFOs and USOs. Or if you are the 25th emailer. (laughs) (laughs) going to get 23 emails from bourbon girl <laughs> she saw the question coming she's not responding. i 
I don't think we should go that high. That's probably why she's 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 not texted, emailed, or anything. At least me. Okay. But other people. Yeah, sure. And invited them out. But, you're, you know, you're I on, feel like I feel same, like I busted the, her balls. You're on the same list I'm on, and I'm okay with that. I feel like if we say the 25th emailer, we're just going to set ourselves up for failure and never <laughs> hit that number. <laughs> I thought you were going to say set ourselves on fire. No, but I'm glad you mentioned that. You know, you kind of said you put the Sasquatch and, and the UFO, and you put a lot of this stuff in, in the same categories religion. I think that's what makes at least when we when we attempt to have serious conversation. That's what makes this table so unique is because not only have we been friends for 20, 30 years, but we all have different perspectives as to what the, where that category is. Yeah. And we respect each other's. Oh, yeah. But, you know, and for various reasons, we have those beliefs. I think various personal reasons. I think friends is a pretty strong It's a stretch. It's <laughs> a strong <laughs> word. Right. So well, the three of us and Jason have been. <laughs> well, to quote David Duchovny, I want to believe. It's, I do too. Yeah, I mean, but okay, but do you think that most people that have those experiences are people that want to believe? Whereas what I'm what I'm saying is, people that absolutely do not do not believe. Yes. Typically, don't have experiences or encounters. Yes, yes, I do, I, and I think it's open to interpretation. I think it's phenomenon that if uh, a logical person were to see that and. I don't want to say that anybody that sees it and believes it is illogical. I just think that if a person who constantly debunks in their mind, it's, oh, there's a scientific explanation for it, they're going to present in their mind a logical explanation for it. Whereas if a person who wants to believe such things, maybe they're a little bit more spiritual or maybe they're a little bit more open-minded in their minds and their hearts, that's aliens. That's little green men flying around. I wanted to bring this up, and we haven't touched on this yet, but it all ties in together, okay. especially with the fiction of it. One of my favorite movies of all times is M. Night Shyamalan's Signs. Good I movie. think it's just a brilliant movie. And in that movie, they use crop circles mm -hmm. as sort of like a sign of alien encounters. Right. And in 1991, David Chorley and Doug Bauer uh, admitted to the tabloid called Today magazine that it was them that has been creating those things for like 13 years or something. They have been creating it and finally came out and was like, no, that was us. And everybody that you see in other countries are copycats because they got the idea that we could go out there, we could create more of the same ship and make them more and more advanced. Didn't they make a video or documentary yes. or something showing how they did it and everything? They did. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that. But who's to say that they're not lying? I mean, it could be. Do you I feel mean, just to get the it's easy. fifteen minutes of fame? Yep. And that brings me to my next question: Do you feel like we're at a time in our world where there is just so much bullshit? Yeah, where you have to question <laughs> yes. everything. Everything. Yeah. everything yes. You know, it's it, literally every anything is believable, and anything is just bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, For yeah. instance, do you, and I know you know because we've had the conversation. Is this when you're you, mad yeah. at me? No, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys remember not in, in the not so long you know ago f past that was the future. The, the, the okay sign, the okay sign. Yeah, we were being told. Now, before I go off on this, I'm going to say this is not a political 
we are we are not political driven show. We're not a religious driven show. We try to avoid that when we can. But we do remember when they were saying, "Oh man, that's a white power symbol, motherfucker." You know, you couldn't say okay. I, I don't know where that came from. Is your drink okay? Yeah, okay. I tell you where it came from. That came from 4chan. 4chan started that shit. See, and it's just like that. That I tell you something else. 4chan started that nobody's bitten on yet. Flat earthers. What? 4chan started this whole thing. This whole thing that let's just convince everybody that, the earth is flat. That, that there are such thing as that there is a such thing as flat earth. I've never even met or heard yeah. of or, or or see anybody preaching about flat earth. Are you right? serious? I watched a documentary. It's on flat all over earthers. the fucking okay, place. They, I mean, I know it's all yes. over the place, but oh I've never God. met anybody that like stands Personally. behind. I've never the earth I've never flat. met anybody in person, but I've seen yeah. plenty of videos and plenty of. Do- I mean, they've had assholes that have built rockets to go up just to prove that the earth well, is flat, no, and I, they've I crashed and died. Guy, I saw that guy. I laughed at. But that's the thing. I did laugh. A group like 4chan that just decides let's just troll the fuck. Let's see, let's see how big of a troll we can make this and let's just tell everybody this is what it means and blah, 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 blah. And that's how shit starts. The is, whole is world is four, so full is, of bullshit. Is 4chan a person? No, it's like a group. It's like a Reddit group. Okay, it's a group, but is it a group that like meets like we do? It's part like, of the hey, dark guys, online. It's something. like the dark web. It's, you they, can go they, to 4chan and get yeah. weed and hitman and... You get, it's just a, it's just a <laughs> social no, group. I'm serious. Weed yeah. and hitman. Sounds like my hangout. But I mean, it's just you know that's what it is. But the, but but that's what I'm saying that these stupid ideas just simply go from. I wonder how many people we can get to believe this. I did the same thing in high school. I convinced a kid that Elvis was alive still. It was the same, it was all the rage then. <laughs> but it's the same it's thing. It's Jeff just on a different level. <laughs> so to go back to the flat earthers. Okay. The documentary I watched at the very very end of it, they were trying to figure out all these ways that they could prove that the Earth was flat. So they found this stretch of land where you could see, yes, (laughs) where you could see for like six or seven miles. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, okay, we're going to shine this laser at, and it's going to be, you know, five foot off the ground. Yep. And we're going to shine it through a hole five miles away. (laughs) If the earth is flat, you'll see it. You'll see it go through the hole. So they're shining it and it won't go through the hole. Yeah. And they couldn't mess around. The they couldn't get it through. All of a sudden, the guy raises the thing up like two foot, and it goes <laughs> through the hole, which means that the earth was curving down what? the further he went away. Just disprove his whole thing. Yes, he disproved his whole thing, and that was the end of the documentary. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, they are making millions on flat earth maps that are being sold. They have professors that are out there holding speeches and being paid to hold these speeches talking about, you've been lied to all your life. The government is paying school systems to teach you the earth is round. All because some assholes from 4chan said, you know, it'd be funny. Assholes (laughs) like us. That's how it starts. Well, then we need to up our creative game. (laughs) But the whole, the whole thing, this took off. Yes, it did. Here's what we should do. See it. Let's start a rumor that Kentucky has a good football team. <laughs> <laughs> no, because they might get recruits. <laughs> but they'd be fake recruits. <laughs> Let's start a rumor that the earth is a pyramid. <laughs> it's now, now, I will say this. I mean, we've, we've, we've kind of had some fun with the whole troll thing and the flat earthers, which we all know is bull. Anybody with common sense is going to know it's bullshit. But I don't think that flat Earth 
goes in the same category as Sasquatch or other supernatural phenomenon or UFOs. I don't I think, think I wouldn't put it in the same category. No, I agree. And I want to tell you why I agree. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> because flat earth has been disproven. <laughs> yeah. I, I and learned Sasquatch, that Sasquatch and UFOs have not been disproven. I, mean, I have my own belief on what Sasquatch. I, th- I think Sasquatch are legitimate. But I, there's a reason why I think they're legitimate. It's because of what I think they truly are. Bears. Whether I'm right or wrong, who knows? But it's just based on what I think they are. It falls into the same category as the paranormal thing. I think Sasquatch are part of a paranormal thing. And a lot of people believe I think, that. I think they are, too. There yeah. is. Yes. There are. I think it was a. It was not Josh Gates. It was a different um, documentary that I've been watching. Um, I think it's on season two or season three. I can't remember the name of it. If we, I remember it, we'll put it in our Twitter. Um, if you can remind me. But... They say that Sasquatch has the ability to make himself disappear. Uh, yep. <laughs> no, 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 no. But you, I love that. I love that you're that. I love that, that was your immediate instinct. I love that. And I love that. They have interviewed a lot of Native Americans, where they have stories of Sasquatch coming and eating with them. And how they all used to speak the same language. And they would wrestle each other. Have you heard any of this? Nope. No. Indians, but it, they would I've wrestle. not heard it, but it doesn't surprise me. They would wrestle. That is good peyote. They would wrestle each other. <laughs> and the Sasquatch, world. you know, they're big. He accidentally killed somebody. And that's why now he's gone in hiding. Because now that you know, murder, they say murder is a feeling that only humans could have. Murder is the case that they gave me. <laughs> and now Sasquatch felt that, and he felt bad, and he's in hiding now. But that they can basically travel through portals. I heard the same thing, that they're interdimensional yes. beings. That I love that look right and, there. And I love that look. <laughs> that look. Now, before, before, you, you know, before you make faces, it's because the way they talk about it, that's why you never find hair of them. That's why you never find carcasses. But there, there has been, been hair. <laughs> there has been hair yeah. that they can't identify. <laughs> well, can't, but this, that, that whole they, Josh Gates thing. He found hair, and he found stool samples, and he was invited oh, into this. Sorry about that. They were in, he was invited into this temple where they had a scalp yep. of it. Yep, that was the In Search of the Yeti. Yeah, In Search of the Yeti. He was all through Peru and all that shit. I'm like, what? Or not Peru. Uh, Himalayan Mountains. Malayan, yeah, it's, Himalayan. Uh, Himala- Himalayan. Yeah, that's what I said. What in Peru was it? Himalaya. Not Peru. What am I thinking of? I don't know. Himalaya. It was cold, and he was there, and they had footprints and everything. One hair was, or the stool sample they found was a goat. They're like, oh, my God, there's shit over here. Let's get it and bag it and take it. And, like, it doesn't look like anything we've ever seen before. Well, they, obviously, they've never seen goat right. shit. But, <laughs> I mean, take the Tasmanian devil, which That's is an animal. Is an actual, an animal. actual animal yeah. that everybody thought went extinct. Yes. And they're now starting to see them again, yes. or at least what they think are them. And they're starting to track them and finding hair samples and other things. I mean, it's there's so much out there that we don't there know. There is. I'll, too much. I, I, right. would, I would argue that there's more out there that we don't know 
that we haven't touched yet than there is that we do know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because that whole area in the hunt for the Yeti, search for the Yeti, there's they explained that even though we're hiking for like days and we find these remote villages, there's people all over the Himalayas. There is still more of the Himalayas that nobody's ever ventured in. Much more of the of the underwater of the of the seas that yeah. we've not you know yeah and the seas are even yeah you're have right. you the seas all, are worse. have you all heard uh, where a lot of people believe that there's a subterranean world under the earth like an un, like the underdark you mean like drow yes oh like, oh, 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 like what <laughs> Mid- middle earth um, oh okay the underdark um, a subterranean world underneath the earth the surface of the earth that there's actual Beings, I think they call now, it on the men. surface of that, what you're saying, I'm not to interrupt you, and I apologize, but on, on the surface of that, that to me sounds as absurd as someone's convincing me that the Earth is flat. But I can believe that, though. I mean, we have haven't uncovered to, it. Have you been there, to Mammoth Cave? I mean, <laughs> and there are conspiracy theories that say that there are roads that run across the country underground, and that. The government has this secret highway. That wouldn't surprise me, honestly. And wasn't you that shared the the whole thing, the show with us about the the people that came out from Canada because the uh, the green men that were hiding out at cave entrances along Mammoth Cave and its whole was that you that oh, shared what that? Was that that was a documentary? It was like yeah, and then it went ended up going nowhere because they were like in North Carolina and stuff. Yeah, it was, yeah. Okay, it was yeah. Jason that shared it, but yeah, there was little green men and there was a guy I that mean, made like a panicked call and yes. said they're here. They've been, they've been, they come at night, they're little, I'm trying to get my cameras to capture them, the cameras keep going off, my security alarm keeps going off, we're leaving, and then he leaves, and then they can't find the guy anymore. So they went to investigate, mm-hmm. and they said that there is these goblin people that live in the caves, and they're, they're supposedly That's aliens, it. and they yeah. would come out, and they would come and mess with the kids' yeah. toys and stuff. Yeah. If I can remember it, I'll put the link to that on the on the yeah, on the Twitter that, page. That as well. was that was I don't know if it was YouTube or something. YouTube, we YouTubed it because it was like three or four was different. Hellier was that Hellier? Hilliard, the Hilliard or the Hellyard? Yeah, you're Hellier. right. Yeah, yeah, you're, that's it. Yeah, that's it. I mean, it was good. It was interesting, but it kind of went nowhere at times. But I mean, you know, the, it's it's something to if you're working from home or if you're working and you want something in your ears to kind of like fuck with you, it's worth it. I think so because it's like. I ended up losing interest and didn't follow it past that. And I think there may even be a podcast about it, but they go so far and they keep going. They keep getting derailed by one urban legend or another. They're so desperate to seek who has heard something, who has seen something. It's like, well, they ran into these people that have seen these lights before. And and then there's another chasing these lights in the sky. And then they're, but before they were chasing. At one point they were chasing Mothman. Yeah, at one, and then at one point they had that cabin in the woods, and they're like, did you hear that? Did you hear that? God. And they're like, yeah, it's a fucking deer. <laughs> it's funny. I remember listening to that, and most podcasts I listen to, when it, when it comes to like the true crime type things, and when they hit a, uh, um, um, a detour or a roadblock, you're like, oh, fuck, this is getting good. Whenever on this one they would hit a roadblock like that, you go, God damn it, I wish this would just fucking end. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, the whole Murder Mystery just, podcast thing I love because oh yeah. when they discover something, it's like, ooh, oh, you're going down now. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. for me, it all started with that, that fucking silly S-Town. That was my first podcast that I ever listened to, and it was literally just like, I think it was seven or eight episodes, if I remember right. 
I think I passed it on to you guys and S Town. S Town. Oh, I don't do, know do, if do, I remember oh, S Town. You're gonna watch. You're gonna start that tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> While you're on the road, you're gonna listen to that. Yeah, I've got like. You uh, have to. You have to. This is what got me I've hooked got on podcast. Eleven days of driving ahead of me, so yeah, I'm right. gonna listen. It's to what podcasts. got me hooked on podcast. So anyway, I know we've been going. We've been going relatively deep. We're like we're about been an hour or ten. I apologize, but uh, last thoughts, Bobby. Anything? Um, yeah. I mean, I can believe the subterranean thing because i mean there's so many i mean there's more and more caves being discovered at mammoth cave and they've actually linked mammoth cave to squire Boone caverns up in indiana they said there's cave systems that go all the way up that way that's not game fucked yeah <laughs> and they're still discovering more veins every you know all the time i mean it's not ones that they that can doesn't even take a tour on but doesn't make me think Kentucky is very stable at all. We <laughs> <laughs> live in a fault well, yeah. right now. Well, yeah. But the other tidbit of information I learned, and this is from taking tours at Mammoth Cave, they said that inside Mammoth Cave is the safest place to be in an earthquake. Yeah, so until one sound, of those stalagmites fall on you. He said because of the way the sound waves travel through the earth when they get to the cave, you know, to the void of the cave that goes around it instead of it can't go through it, so it has to go around it. And that's why the cave is actually the safest place to be in an earthquake. Yeah, I don't science. know if I trust that, but that's science. yeah. In any place where there are tons of shit that could fall on me, is not safe. All right, I got a question. Yes, sir. You said stalagmite. It was a stalactite. I. That's my question. Nigga, I was public. School. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Stalactite Tite hangs from the ceiling because it hangs up tight. Top. Stalagmite might grow up to join the stalactite. Look at you paying attention in class. So stalactite can fall on you. Yes. Stalagmite is Allegedly. what Riley Reed comes, comes up from. The <laughs> <laughs> any uh, any final thoughts, guys? My final thought is, I'm a, I'm just like anything paranormal. I'm a hopeful skeptic. Yeah. Like I am a skeptic until I see it myself. But I'm hoping one day I get to see something that. But I hope not, not to interrupt your door. final thought. <laughs> <laughs> But to what degree do you have to see something? Like you said, the, when we started this this show off, you were reliving the whole Ouija board thing. You, so you had an experience. So to what That's degree, right. what level of experience do you have to make you go, there's you something out here that I can't quite explain, but there is undoubtedly something here. Well, that that's as far as I've gotten. It's not an explanation for what had happened. It's just an experience that I can't explain, which I think that experience maybe alone <laughs> keeps me from Hopefully. saying no, that it's always a scientific explanation. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, that experience alone is makes me rethink everything. That okay, maybe this is possible. Do I think there's life out there somewhere? Absolutely, beyond a shadow of a doubt, there definitely is life out there somewhere. Will uh, we ever know what it is or make contact? I highly doubt it. I will leave the final thought to our our group agnostic. Our group. Pessimist, or I don't know how you want to. Pessimist. I don't know how you want to paint you. Realist. I will. I will give you the last word on this one. But I would just realist. He said, "Look, he's just claiming like I'm right." <laughs> don't say. Mm. So but I, I, <laughs> I, got, I got two final thoughts. Well, I haven't even given you mine yet. I was going to. Oh, I was okay. going to leave you mine. I was going to leave it. I was going to give you the you're floor after me, mine. You're going to give me the, the I ending. I am. I am. Okay. I'm giving you so the so ending you to shut me mine off, down. So yep. You can cut me off whenever you want. You know me, buddy. So. <laughs> When I was saying that I think Sasquatch and the paranormal, the supernatural, I think all of that kind of ties into a realm. 
my kids and my family will tell you that as far as like ghosts and things like that, I was always quite the skeptic, even though I've had more encounters than I can name that could give most people plenty of reason to think otherwise. But me, I kind of keep clinging to, nope, there's got to be an explanation that will get to me eventually. I don't have one yet, but I'm hoping eventually I'll get one. What I think that is, what I think it all ties in together, is I think there is, and I have, and I don't know a better way to describe it other than I think there is a very thin veil, an invisible veil almost. Think of it like a curtain that lies between our world and the parallel realm of the supernatural that, you know, and I think they have a better, on, on that side of the, the veil, I think they have a better visual on us than we do they. Like, we're, the, we're behind, they're looking at us through the two-way mirror. Correct. Yeah. Great, perfect, perfect analogy. Um, I can see that. And I think that, for me, ghosts have become more and more a thing of demons that will fuck with you, flirt with you, toy with your emotions in an attempt to lure you in to manipulate. And I think Sasquatch kind of falls in, in that realm too. It's something to keep you intrigued. It's a, it's a furry, fluffy chase to keep you searching for something, digging, searching. That's why ghost hunters are constantly searching and digging for something. And when it gets close enough, it lures you in. It can fuck with you. I think demons are real. I think angels are real. And I think that veil between the human and the supernatural realm is so very thin that it's just a matter of time and belief before you can see or get involved in that behind that curtain. And that's 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 just me, and that's just based on experience. So and that's why I think that's all kind of tied together. Where UFOs fly in that, I think UFOs are probably just something that we are either just grasping the, the, the tail of or the or the, the hem of or it's just smoke and mirrors for our government just just do more shit behind our back that we don't know. I would believe both. I'm going to add on to what you said and just kind of leave it as an open-ended statement and then we'll get to Jason's final thoughts. Um, be I, kind to one another. <laughs> well, fr- from what you said about... You think there's a thin veil that we just aren't privy to. Maybe they can see us, and they're they're like all knowing. Or, or, or I wouldn't say not privy to. I'm just saying we don't we don't we're not accepting enough of it to acknowledge that it's there. Okay. So we don't look. We don't we don't think to look for it or okay. to look beyond it, it. That's that's actually the point I was. Okay. I think I was touching on what I would ask is if there are any listeners who have or know of anybody who has had a near-death experience that has maybe crossed over that veil and had a glimpse of it to, to, to write us, tell us about it, and maybe come on the show and just tell us a little bit about their experience because maybe it touches on what you said. Maybe they've had a glimpse of what's on the other side. Well, another thing, too, and like I said, we are, and, and Jason, I'm going to get right to you, but I think this kind of ties into this. We are not a religious show. We, we kind of avoid that. Yeah. But kind of, I think amongst the four of us, I am probably, I have the deeper Christian roots, I think, of all of us. And part of the reason that makes me cling to that whole veil theory thing goes back to like the crucifixion of Christ, where amongst the events that happened during that hour of crucifixion, one of the things that it mentions is the veil being torn. Well, what is the veil? For me, 
I've always taken that as that was the that was the wall that, that separated world. that world from this and kept this world safe from that. And when that was torn, because you know for whatever reason Christ, you, you believe Christ was here, whatever. I'm not going to get into that, but for whatever reason, because that veil is now torn, now is that very thin wall between that world and this world now more susceptible. Sort of like a portal. Yeah. But it's very narrow, and you can only escape it. Kind of like a hole in the dam. Like, literally, I view that as while the four of us are sitting here in this room, there's a veil, there's an unseen thing here going on that we probably don't see that sees us. So do you think that there are entities on the other side of that veil that can sometimes cross over into our world? All the time. And do you think that there are people here that can see into the other side of that veil? Like maybe a medium? (laughs) Or the spirit world? I don't think see into that world like you probably think or like those mediums that maybe live in gentry would like us to believe. <laughs> um, those people are scam artists and full of shit. Like Miss Chloe? Um, yes. Okay, yeah. But I think that those things, those things more times than not cross that, that barrier um, and, and cling to people that are vulnerable. Okay. To people that are dealing with oppression, people do depression, that's, suicidal things, and that's, that's you know, fair to say they're open to manipulation. Manipulation. That's a good point. Okay. Yeah. So there is a show that was on. Wait, is this your final thought? No. There's a show. <laughs> I feel like I just opened up a can of worms here that, that was I'm not going to be. <laughs> I, it's probably seven or eight years ago. Okay. It was. A, I love the show. It kind of reminded me of X Files, but you're talking about the veil and. Cutting over to, uh, you know, different worlds, if you will. Sure. Um, called Fringe. Okay. You should watch it. Okay. Yeah. Fringe. A fringe. The Fringe. You know what I think? And they tried to find these portals and hey. go through, and they did. I think we can get some gummies to watch it together. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. So last Earth. thoughts. I got the look. Last thoughts. I got the look. Sorry. So last Fringe. Thoughts. French. The show is called French. I'll look for it. It's really good. It was only on for a couple of seasons, but it was good. And that's what it reminded me of. So with you talking, I had some other thoughts. Okay. Yep. And I know we're not a religious show. No, we're not. We try not we try to avoid. But there I have questions because sure. I am not a religious person. Sure. If Sasquatch is an animal, would you say Sasquatch is an animal? Uh, no. 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 Would you say Sasquatch is an animal? It, yes and no. I, I, I think it would be hard to define decrypted as an animal or human. I, I guess that's where you're getting. I'm not so sure. No, I'm just wondering. I'm not so sure there's too much of a difference between a human and an animal. I, no, humans I mean, are animals. animals. Yeah. Humans are animals. from the animal kingdom. Okay. I'm just wondering. That's, that's why I, when, when I, I hear you ask that question, question I'm, I hear you go, yes, would you I say Sasquatch is like a bear? And I don't think that's what you're well, asking. Well, no, because my question is, was Sasquatch on Noah's Ark? No. So how could he? Exist? So he's a really good. Swimmer. He what? Then how could he exist? Because he's not from this realm. Okay. And that's <laughs> that's kind of where I was going with it. And 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 again, no, I don't not being not being biblical, not being I'm not religious. Trying to. But when Noah was sealed, if you believe in biblical's passage in Scripture, as do I. When Noah 
was sealed in the ark. He was sealed in the ark by God, which would have sealed out any of that realm, which was why, in my explanation of what I believe Sasquatch is and how it ties in, which would be why Sasquatch would not be included in that. But, so, I mean, the story is he had two of each animal on that's board. The sto- that's right. the rumor. You know, so that was my question. We could have done without the two mosquitoes, though. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably quite a few animals he could have done without. <laughs> um, that's the fifth right. thing he said on this show that I've ever agreed with. <laughs> I'm not sure that number's that high. One more, and you can't use your single hand anymore. <laughs> One more, I lose the two. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. I think that there is a possibility that Sasquatch and UFOs are real. And again, I put it up there with the same way I look at God and religion. I have not seen any proof. I've not read anything that tells me that it's real. I've not seen video or photography or anything that tells me that it's real. That doesn't mean that it's not real. Right. But to me, I prefer to believe that it is not real until I have proof. Yeah. No, I completely understand that. that that's why I was a skeptic for the, a skeptic for the longest time because I didn't I never had an experience that made me think that I couldn't, right. you know. So yeah, I, guess I get that. Was, and my was, second closing is this plant that's really fucking It's good. really <laughs> really good. <laughs> and with that, I bid you adieu. <laughs> well, it, you forgot to be kind and be kind to one another or whatever the shit you, you know, Jerry Springer says that we should hijack. Joe, you wanted to say something else? I was just going to say. I had I the was, last word. Yeah. You, you, had the, <laughs> you, had the, you had the final thought. This isn't a thought. This is me just speaking. <laughs> no, I was really disappointed to find out, like, the the video of the Sasquatch walking, like, a long time ago where he's walking in the woods. The Patterson video. Yeah, I was really disappointed to find out that that was actually a person in a costume. And allegedly. That, allegedly. Allegedly. That the, guy the, claims it. The guy claims that he was in you know. a like, yeah, we were out there walking. But the other guy says he didn't do He didn't pay the guy to right. do it. So it's a he said, he, it's, he said, he said. Right. But it was really easy for somebody to come forward, just like the crop circles. It's like, ah, no, nah, we didn't. Yeah, no, I So agree. once that happens, it's, it, it's disappointing to me that the best evidence that we have was easily debunked by somebody saying, yeah, it was bullshit. It was me. So yeah. now you get a sliver of evidence of something, and it's like, ah, that's I just feel like there's so much more we could talk about on this. We could have there is. Heard. I feel like there's so much more we yeah, could go into. Maybe go next time? Long. We can go for a yeah. long time on this. Maybe next time. We'll toy around next with it time. if we can remember. We should find an expert. We should in find, the meantime. We should find a haunted house and stay the night in it. We, 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 I agree. We're working on that. Hopefully, aren't we? Aren't we? Give me the wink, wink, wink. We're working on that. I like We're working on that. Uh, in the meantime, we, we're, we're, I think we're trying, I think we're on a pace now every couple of weeks unless AIDS kicks in or some shit on somebody right now. Bobby's got AIDS, uh, as he coughs, uh, Joey's on vacation next week. Uh, the week after Bobby might be next week. There might be a Dodge journey following a, a vehicle going out West. <laughs> well, if we're every, if, if we're every, every other, other couple if, of weeks, if we ever, if we're every other week, I should be here for the next one. You'll be here for the next one. I hope you will. Next one might be somewhat special. I hope. And um, Colton might not have to work. Colton may not have to work. In the meantime, if you have anything like any paranormal, any supernatural, UFO, demonic, ghost, anything, we are all about knowing that shit. Yep. Send that our way. Podcast at gmail.com or send it to us at Twitter at Taco About This, at Taco About Jeff, 
at Talk About Jason. I don't know these other jackholes' Twitter handles because they don't fucking do shit. Bobby's so, is something like, it's a RAV4. It's a RAV4. I'll be your Huckleberry. Something about Huckleberry. I'll be honest. I'm not even sure. Bobby's is something about Huckleberry. I'll be your Huckleberry. I'm not even sure what mine is. Joey is doing his best to escape all social media, I think. I just have no yeah. idea. Yeah. I'm just not good with Twitter. I don't know how to Who it. is? But we do. <laughs> or Facebook. And Facebook, I know it. I got a tweet. Twitter. But we do the love The only it. thing you're good at is Parlor. Right. But I anyway. Don't, I don't even know what Parlor is. Oh, so you're not even good at that. Hurricane. It, we do love hearing from you guys. Uh, is it, okay, is it, I'll be your Huckleberry at Lasombra 1969? That's it. At Lasombra. Oh, my God. You need to lose that, that vampire thing. At Lasombra. It's Lasombra. It's a, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a zero, not a... Change your shit. Start all over. You got four followers. <laughs> it's never too late to start all over. Two of them are us. Two of them are two. 22. I got 22 followers. Yeah, 20 of them don't even exist anymore. And the other two are Jason and I. Anyway, guys, it's a crazy world we live in. We're just glad to be a part of it. And we're just trying to figure the fuck out of it. Enjoy. We'll see you next time. Hello.